Hello and welcome to this week's Freedom Skills Academy podcast. I am Andy Lehman, the owner of Freedom Skills Academy. Um, so today we're going to talk about the three different types of Freedom Skills businesses that there are. And uh, so let's just quickly recap from last week's episode. We talked about Freedom Skills. Freedom Skills are a skill set which you can take around the world. You can work from anywhere in the world and uh, make money. Traditionally, skill sets were, uh, freedom skills were something like hairdressing or joinery, something which you can take from, say, the UK and transfer over to the US or New Zealand or, or wherever they are in the world. It's a series of skills which will, will basically every society, every culture requires. People need doors, they need windows, they need hair cutting. So those are skills you can take, they're transferable all around the world. Now, as we live in a new economy, we have access to the internet through mobile phones and tablets. Um, we can go to coffee shops where there are internet connections. Um, so we have the access to a new series of skill sets, which basically means that we can work from anywhere and our clients are not location-based. Now, with hairdressing or with joinery or whatever other job, they are location-specific. So with being a, a workshop joiner you'll have to go to the factory and you'd have to make things you they are physical items having I mean, to cut someone's hair you either go to the shop where you work at or you have to go to the person's house so these are location specific but today we live in the new economy and this basically means that you can work from a camper van this is something that me and my uh, good lady are planning to do we are going to be going out in a camper van pretty soon and I can work from there. Currently, I'm working on my own projects from a room in my house, and I'm also working for another company, uh, which I shall discuss a bit later on. But I can do that all from the camper van, because basically everything that I do is online, and it's all basically digital as well. So I'm not creating anything physical, and I do not need to be in the location of the place that I am working or who I'm working for. So this opens up the doors to a lot of opportunity for people, not necessarily just the young, for the young and old, but a lot of the young people have this great opportunity to become digital nomads, as they are called, and they can work around the world. As I said, you can move to Australia and travel around in a camper van as long as you've got internet connection, which you can have with... Um, a laptop you can connect your mobile phone or you can get specific um, mobile sort of data for camper vans etc and you can work from your camper van you don't always need to work all the time on the uh, on the internet you can do so much work on your phone so much work on your tablet on your laptop and then you go to wherever there is an internet connection and then you upload your work okay so the ultimate freedom skills are those which you do not need a lot of equipment. So basically like a laptop, tablet, mobile phone, they're ideal. And you also don't need to learn a lot of skills. You don't need to go to university, spend four or five years working there, getting uh, big debts and just to get a doctorate. You don't need any of that. Um, you need to learn something. You need to have a, you've got to basically learn skills like uh, learning joinery. I had to go for four years or so, but um, you have to learn. But ideally, you want to make sure that you can learn um, something fairly quickly and that the work that you do is going to be um, more 
premium so you get paid for doing less and you're also going to have a lot more freedom okay so the three main kind of freedom skills businesses are there's the client based which is like a freelancer then there is the remote worker and then there is working for yourself so let's discuss uh, all three points now so being a freelancer and looking for client based work is great because there is a huge pool of people out there that you can work for now because you are working in a self-employed basis you are going to have to start trying to find the work and then you're also going to be responsible of doing the work and then chasing up payment now ideally if you can you want to get paid before you do the work or at least 50 percent um we there's a lot of trusting people out there a lot of good people who will pay up but then there's always the odd one or two who um can be a bit of a dick and so you've got to take into consideration that you could do the work and not get paid. So it's always best to try and get paid up 50% before you do the job. Now, if you go through sites like Fiverr.com, Guru and Upwork, then you are subject and at the mercy of their escrow services, their, their system. So you have to deliver the work and if people are happy, then the funds are, are paid. But fortunately, they pay the funds before it is released to you. So you shouldn't get sort of uh, stuck in, in a bit of a sticky situation, but you do end up paying a fee and a small percentage to that platform. So you can go to websites like Guru, uh, Upwork and Fiverr.com and you can offer your services and you can find the work there. Now the work that people require, there's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot. I mean, so you can be like a, you can be a personal assistant, a virtual assistant, a VA, there's video work, there's graphics, there's writing, there is, um, email writing website building there are so many different types of jobs that you can do for clients and you can do them through these um, websites ideally you want to become seen as the expert in a field because then that means that people often gravitate to you and um, if you are an expert in your field and if you can show a history of delivering results and if you can deliver the results then you can charge more which means then you can do less uh, if you wish if you want to do a full 40 hour a week then you can do but um, if you can there are people who can write emails and articles 500 word articles for around three to five hundred dollars now there are people who write a 500 word article for about ten dollars so you are in competition with a lot of people who are in India the Philippines Pakistan who are prepared to write things on the cheap now you are going to struggle if you put yourself in that position where you're like a commodity, where you are battling with other people to get these small jobs. So imagine that you are traveling the world, um, you're either in a camper van or you're staying in Airbnb places, you're, or even if you're in Thailand or something like that, and you're trying to earn money. If you're only charging, say, $10 per article, then you could be working a lot of days to try and generate money. Now, it's often cheaper, being abroad and living in a camper van or whatever, but you still need to earn money, you still need to eat, and you don't want to be spending all your time working. So you need to get into a position where you can actually charge a lot more for what you deliver. So for imagine, for example, that if you were able to write a 500 word article and charge say $300, and you needed $300 for the week, then basically one 500 word article, let's say took you an hour, that's your week covered. If you imagine doing two or three of those, imagine spending one day 
writing several of those, then you are covered and the rest of the week is yours. That's the ultimate freedom skill. There are people who, with their freedom skills, have moved to cheaper locations. They've gone to places like Thailand and then they work for people in the UK. Like I say, these are not um, location specific. So you can work for people all around the world and having a cheaper lifestyle and earning more through the internet is giving these people a lot of freedom. But that doesn't mean that you should not work at a premium price. So I want you to bear that in mind. Now, being able to work from anywhere in the world has given uh, the freedom to people. If you can generate uh, a premium price for the work that you do. So for example, in copywriting, copywriting is a form of writing where you deliver results. And so if you get into a position where you have a track record and you are seen as an expert and you approach the right companies or you get in with the right companies, then they could be paying you up to 30, possibly $50,000 to write a sales letter, a series of emails, follow-up emails, part of a sequence, and the video sales letter, or not, and doing the complete funnel. And working for those people, if they have a huge email list, and they've got products which are high-ticket priced items, and they know that they could potentially earn a million or you know, even several hundred thousand uh, pounds or dollars, then there is no reason why they would not want to pay you up to £30,000 um, for writing this sales copy if you've got the skills. I know a gentleman who spent one afternoon writing the sales letter for a product. He had the product. It was a joint venture product, I believe, and he was, uh, he was writing the sales letter. Now, this was for his own list, but it took him half a day to write. It was one afternoon. It took him half a day to write, and uh, that sales letter generated £5 million for his business over the years. Now, I'll come to this in, a, in the third section, but imagine if you were able to write the sales letter which was able to generate that for another company. Do you not think that they would be willing to pay you quite a lot of money? So if you could write that, then you're, you get paid $30,000, £30,000 to write that on the sales letter. It took, let's say it took you a week to write. That is something that is that is an amount of money which a lot of people in the uk don't even earn in a year and you've done that in a day now this is an extreme example but there are skills and there are jobs that you can do where you earn a premium amount of money for what is in comparison a lot less work especially compared to working in a factory now Majority or the, the traditional way of working, there are two different ways, and that is if you're working self-employed for a customer, then you are, say, for example, as a builder, if um, you were to build a wall and get paid £500, to earn £500, you have to build the wall again. Or if you exchange your time for money, if you earn £500 a week, you did that for working 40 hours, then to earn another £500, you can do that. You would have to work another 40 hours. With a freedom skill, this is all completely different. You, you work on different um, set, of, set of rules, basically. Uh, so you can do the one job and then get paid possibly a yearly amount, depending on what the job is or what your skill is and who your client is. Um, and you can also work on doing the one job once and getting paid multiple times. Again, this will come back to uh, number three. So... The first freedom skill business is to become a freelancer. Like I said, you can learn a set of skills which people require, which you can charge a premium for, which means that you can work 
less. There are downsides as in the fact that you will need to chase up clients and you'll need to chase up payment unless you can get them to pay you up front. Again, like I say, if you become an expert, then they come to you, then they are possibly more willing to pay up front, at least get 50% before you do the work. Um, so that there are downsides to being a freelancer. Number two, and this is something that I know quite well because I'm doing this as well as doing my own projects, and that is I'm working as a remote worker. Now, it has the same benefits as working as a freelancer that I can work from home and I can work from anywhere in a want. Uh, and I can also, to a degree, choose the hours that I work. But it means I also have the security of an income coming in where I do not need to invoice or chase people up. I get paid for doing specific work I am on the payroll uh, and this is brilliant because then it gives me the opportunity to do my own stuff and also earn a wage working for someone else doing something that I enjoy which I can do from anywhere in the world as I mentioned earlier me and the good lady are thinking of doing a bit of a camper van trip which I will be taking the laptop with me and um, I'll be doing work from there from a beach from wherever I decide to uh, end up if I sell the house and move away Wherever I go, I can still do the work because I'm working online and I'm working remotely. I am I'm about, I think it's about 45 minutes drive or 60 miles away from the company that I'm actually working for. And I visited the office once in the last seven months. Um, in fact, basically it was when I went over to talk about the interview. So I've not been to the office Everything's running smoothly, everything's great. And the great thing about being a remote worker is it doesn't suit everyone because some people like to go to the office and socialize. But for me, I get more done in less time. So if you imagine going to where, if you are in an employment, full-time employment, and you need to go to a location, your location specific, uh, you're, you, you're, you, know, you have to be in that location. Um, when you get there in the morning, you're often greeted by people who will probably say, morning, how are you doing? Did you watch the match last night? You have a bit of a chat. And you imagine doing that throughout the day, multiple times, people coming backwards and forwards and talking. It has been worked out that a lot of office staff who are in an office rate hours generally don't get anything more than five hours work done, probably six tops. I think I read somewhere that it was about four hours work because of the amount of talking and faffing that goes on in an office. So if you work out the fact that you'll have less distractions apart from possibly a bit of family, a bit of stuff that goes on, a few people coming to the door or, or distractions on the internet, so you have to be fairly disciplined. But on the whole, you can get the equivalent eight hours worth of work done in four hours because majority of jobs actually do eight hours and only do four hours work. So by actually working four, five, possibly six hours, you can get more done and seem to be, you're seen as a better worker. People go, I can't believe how much work he's doing. And it's probably because you're actually just doing the work and not stopping and starting every five, 10 minutes. Um, so you get more done. That also means then that you also get more spare time to yourself and you can choose to do things that you wouldn't normally do in a location dependent job or as a normal employee. If you're working in a factory, you would have to clock out and get a permission slip to go to the dentist or doctors, work remotely, as long as you're not contracted to be on a help desk, you know, for so many hours, depending on what your job is. But you can pop into town, 
you can pop off up the road to the supermarket you can go in the garden have half hour you can even pop to the seaside for the day if you wish as long as you get the work done most employers aren't really that bothered as long as you get the work done you can work in the night when it's dark and wet and have the day out outside in the garden if you wish uh, again it all comes down to the sort of the contract that you've got and the work that you are doing but as long as you deliver what you say you're going to deliver then most employers aren't too phased so being a remote worker is brilliant because you get the security of working in a job but you also get the freedom and the flexibility that is that you normally get with being a freelance worker so that is something to consider and again as i said i'm working for a company i haven't been in the office since basically january so what is it now coming up to the end of august so i've not been there since january i have no reasons to go back over to the office in the next few months um while the covid19 crisis pandemic was going on it was fine i was still working uh, their office had to closed down for a bit and distance what well, everybody did during lockdown I carried on working I was able to deliver that and I can do that from anywhere in the world if I decide to sell the house and move to the Isle of Wight or move to Spain or move to um, the other side of the world I can still work for this company and I can get the work done because I'm doing it remotely online so the third option for being a freedom skill business or the ultimate freedom skill business for me this is the ultimate freedom skill business and that is to do things for yourself now i talked about copywriting earlier and there seems to be a bit of um, a trend with copywriters and that a lot of copywriters once they realize they can write sales letters and marketing adverts and build sales pages which convert and make them make their clients a lot of money they tend to do it for themselves. They generate products, they learn the skills, they start to teach the skills, they write the books and they create their own products and then they sell their own stuff. And in this way they create multiple income streams and they also create, I want to say passive income streams but I won't, they are semi-passive income streams mainly because there's always work involved. You have the initial work of creating a product and then it needs to be maintained and managed. You may need updating, you may need to do social media shares, or you may need to write emails for that product, or you might need to run advertising. So unless you get in someone to manage that side of the business for you, making it fully automated, making it fully passive for you by leveraging your money, if you're going to do it yourself, then it is really in many ways a semi-passive income. But they are still better than most businesses in the world. As I mentioned earlier, the majority of people in the world work on employee basically by exchanging time for money. So they go to a location dependent job and they work and they get paid for the hours they are there and the work that they do. And then there is the self-employed who get paid for the work that they do. And then they have to do another job for another client to earn the money. When you become working for yourself online, creating products, you basically create the product once. Once you've got it all set up, and then it is semi-automated it is there ready to sell over and over again you can build up an email list which is vital and important an email list and even possibly a following on instagram or facebook but you must have an email list because then you can direct people to whatever sales page or product you want that becomes traffic that you own 
But when you create a product, a digital product, and get it online and get it set up and get all the payment uh, pages, buttons all set up working, it is there and done. There are people who write books that they stick on Amazon. Amazon is a great place, a huge marketplace where people write books and they upload them. And once you've created one, then you create more. So if you create a book and you're just selling it for, say, $5.99 on Amazon, you sell, you keep creating more and then you have them, then you run adverts to those books. You keep getting paid. So if you create a series of books which are popular, then you have money coming in each month and you can take a step back. So you write the book and then get it all set up and then you can have a few days off and move on to something else. The freedom it gives you is incredible because there is some big money if you can do this correctly. Now, if you go into say like the copywriting where the information that they are creating is classed as an information product, you can charge more because unlike a book or a DVD, which is fiction or a film, you are paying a few dollars. So imagine in Amazon, you're streaming a film with a new release for say three, four pounds dollars, then you are not going to pay any more than that because it's just entertainment. It's just pure titillation. Get the popcorn, popcorn out, have a few beers, watch a film, get a pizza, just enjoy watching the film, get lost in the film. It's titillation. But if a person who can, if a person can make an extra thousand pounds, a thousand dollars a month, by working an hour a week doing a specific system creates an information product and it's proven to work and it can actually take someone from zero to a thousand pounds thousand dollars extra a week a month then that product suddenly becomes more it has a more perceived value it becomes worth more so a product like that could actually be sold for 97 pounds or 97 dollars now you get that up online, you only need to sell one or two a day before you're cashing in compared to having a 40 hour job. Okay. Now with an email list and building up a following, these people can sell like thousands of these and these products, which are online, if they are still relevant in say two years time, five years time, are still going to be selling, are still going to be generating money. So you create a product and then you create another one. If you can, then you'll create a membership site to go around the information product. So then you could be charging £30 a month continuously to people until they decide to unsubscribe. And so a lot of people then create their own products and become information publishers. Uh, not necessarily information publishers. There's um, fiction and entertainment, which I'll come to in a minute. Well, these people create their own products, which they then sell multiple times for several years. So going into the entertainment industry, the, the people who work for themselves, there's three main sort of is businesses, and that is entertainment, creating, and information. Um, the creative plane, as I call it, basically is in entertainment, because entertainment, people create, they're creative, they create books, they create videos, and they create entertainment. Uh, information is where you're selling information which can be life-changing or help people to solve a problem. So those are the sort of main industries to sort of get into for yourself. Now, if you take, for example, um, J.K. Rowling, uh, Stephen King, James Patterson, these are authors who are worth an absolute fortune. When they write a book, they write it once. Then once it's up for sale, it'll sell for years. If you think of Roald Dahl and um, Dr. Seuss, they are still 
making money, even though I think they're both now dead. I know Roald Dahl is. They're both dead, and yet people are still buying their books. They are still generating income for their estate. They are still making new versions of their books into films. I mean, Johnny Depp starred in a new version of Charlotte and the Chocolate Factory, which was originally filmed in sort of the with Gene, Gene, not Gene Hackman, it's Gene um, Wilder in the late sixties, early seventies. So they did that, and then they made a re, a re made a new version in the two thousands. So Hollywood is still licensing these these stories and making them into movies. So once you've kind of written a book, then it is there to sell for years on end. So you create one book and then you go on to create another and you create, if you create a series of books and start to get a reputation, then things can go crazy and you can actually work again from anywhere in the world. There's no reason why an author cannot work in New Zealand or Australia because you are creating products which can be sold worldwide. And with today, there are lots of people who are generating a good healthy monthly income from writing stories which are, they are putting on amazon and selling as kindle books as ebooks and they are not big names they are not the huge names you don't need to be a big name they're information publishers there are people who are creating information products and they are selling you know thousands hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of these products uh, a year sometimes a month um because they are doing it for themselves and they are doing it with the, the using the internet. So this is basically what I would class as the ultimate freedom skill set to have. And that is to understand and create information products or products which you can sell online 24 hours a day for the next several years, every day. These are fairly hands off products. Once you've created them, you build the website, you build the sales page, you get them online, you automate the process, and then it's just up, and it's just up to you to uh, to manage that process, which can be um, creating ads, social media shares, writing emails. I'm not saying there is no work involved in these. That's why I don't call them fully passive income. They're semi-passive income, unless of course you get somebody in, like a virtual assistant, and they manage and oversee the certain jobs that you need to run this business. Now, going back to, I mentioned. I knew a guy who wrote a sales letter in an afternoon. Say, let's say it took him four hours. That sales letter has generated five million pounds for his business over several years. Now, it didn't make five million pounds straight off in one year, right off the bat. It has taken quite a few years to get there, but he wrote it in four hours, put it online, and it sat there online ever since. And every now and again, he'll write an email, send people to that sales letter. People come to that sales letter through other means, through social media, through the books that he's written. They land on there and they buy those products. He did that in, say, an afternoon. And over the years, that product, which is a product he had, which was possibly a joint venture product, but it's a product that can be created quite easily today. As I'm creating this, this is a YouTube video, a podcast, which will go onto YouTube. Um, so if you're listening to the audio version of this, you're probably listening through Anchor, dot fm or spotify i'm recording a video using zoom which is free it's allowing me to record this video for free microphone and the webcam that i'm using will cost me no more than a hundred pounds in total together the laptop i have which is an important part of the business so 
who doesn't have access to a laptop or even a mobile phone will do record video and you can actually record podcasts on Anchor FM using your mobile phone. So these are things that you can do for free. You can create these products. You can write a book using Google Docs, using your mobile phone or a tablet. You can speak into your phone and write a book using your mobile phone on Google Docs or you can use Rev.com which is a website which will take your audio recording and transcribe it for $1.25 per minute. So you can write a book which you can then edit later on. They'll, they'll take your recording, transcribe it and give you a text file which you then can upload to your computer and faff around with. Sometimes they take less than an hour to transcribe your audio. It's incredible. So it's not difficult to create products which you can sell online and if you create a series of freedom skills such as like i say knowing how to build your own website create the sales copy you can do all of this yourself and then this will give you the freedom to travel the world work from wherever you want because it's all online it's all digital okay so i'm going to bring this podcast now to a bit of an end i kind of waffled on a little bit there but i just wanted you to do really get to grips with and understand that um, freedom skills are incredibly powerful that today especially now in this pandemic world in COVID-19 where a lot of people wanting to work from home and a lot of companies are trying to get people to work from home and they are finding that they are actually working from home better and they do not need to be at the office they do not need to be location dependent that the opportunities are there for you to create money and not just create money i mean be able to create sort of large amounts of money by doing less if you learn specific skills now you may want freedom but you may not want to be a writer but what if i said to you that you could earn a week's wages writing one or two articles a day and then you could have four days off which would be more important the freedom or trying to find a job that you truly love that will kind of keep you go in for the next basically five days if you truly love the job and then that's fine but if the payoff is and you're only earning a small amount of money but you want more freedom then it might actually pay to try and learn a specific skill set like building websites building landing pages building sales pages learning how to write sales copy being able to write articles these are all digital products skills which you can take around the world and you can get paid a premium for by doing less so if freedom is something that you truly want and you don't mind writing or you don't mind doing certain jobs or ideally you'd be happy to do one job in a day, work a day and then have the rest of the week off, then it is possibly beneficial for you to start to look at what freedom skills you can develop um, because these freedom skills can actually give you the freedom and take you out of the workplace. I hated working in factories. I hate being locked away and being subject to clocking in i hate the clacks and going off telling me when it was my tea break i like to be able to do things on my own time i like to make my own decisions as and when i have a cup of tea when i sit in the garden when i talk to people or not and that's the beautiful thing about having a freedom skill and that is something that i want to help you or other people if you want to have that kind of lifestyle then i'm here to help you through freedom skills academy to develop those freedom skills because they can be life-changing. You don't necessarily need to earn thousands or hundreds of thousands of pounds of dollars per month, per year. If you want a better life, sometimes you can actually just have 
the same amount of money as the what he was earning in a factory, but just do less and live in a better place. I mean, I've seen people travelling from Barcelona to London because it was cheaper to live there, and they worked so many hours in Spain, and because uh, it was quicker to get from Spain than it was to get across London. There are people who work for British companies, and they live in places like Thailand, where the the cost of rent is a fraction of what it is in London and they have better weather and a swimming pool to play around in as, as a bonus. You can go to Spain now that we're going out of the European Union it's not so easy for English people, British people to move there because we've lost the freedom of movement which I can't say I'm happy about but you could go to Spain, you could go to somewhere else where you can get a villa which is a fraction of the price of the UK rental price and again, like I say, you have a more relaxed way of life, better sunshine, a swimming pool, better environment, a better way of living. At, um, a lot cheaper than here in the UK. And you could probably earn the same wage, but still be far better off than you would be here in the UK. All because you are able to have a freedom skill, which is allowing you to work online from anywhere in the world. You're not location dependent. You do not necessarily need to work for the same person you can work for many people you can work for yourself or you can do it remotely and that is the power of the freedom skills and freedom businesses and that is what i want to help you with so i'm going to bring this podcast to an end now and i'd like to say thank you very much for listening i hope you enjoyed it i hope you found it useful and i look forward to uh, seeing you again in the next episode and until then stay safe <laughs>